Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Hiram Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Um, tonight is episode three of, of a conversation we have been having, and I am excited about tonight. Now, we've been talking about this concept of connecting the dots, um, and we have used this as an example to help us to understand this com- this mindset of what we're trying to find out is dealing with what's my purpose. And I believe that the concept of connect the dots helps us to give a, a great example of how we can be able to get to our purpose. Now, so far we've dealt with two other conversations, which if you have not heard them yet, um, I ask that you go back, check those out um, so that you can be able to stay abrupt or stay up to date with this conversation. So, so far we've dealt with one major thing that I want to make sure that we keep in line so that we can understand the conversation as we continue to go forward and as we talk about it on tonight. Now, the the connected dot context that we've been looking looking at is understanding that the connected dot, the picture, normally you cannot see the fullness of what the picture is until you have connected each dot. And each dot for us has been representing every transition point in our lives. So each dot is a transition point in our lives. Then we said that every movement from one transition point to the next, we said were assignments. So the dots were transition, the movement from one transition to another is assignments. And then the line in between, we said the line in between is time and change or time and development, time and growth. So those are the three major things that we've been looking at. Now, so far we've been staying with this conversation with someone specific, um, a man named Joseph. We've been using him as a conversation piece, dealing 
dealing with in Genesis chapter 35, where we began with his story and we looked at how each portion of his life was connecting dots. Hey, Dad, how you doing? I see you in here. Um, thank you for being in here and joining me tonight. Um, and so, so far, we've looked at each one of these, converse, each one of these pieces, and kind of went through Joseph's life to see this storyline and how the connecting of each dot, and as well as we were able to recognize some different pieces. Now, tonight, what I want to be able to answer is a question that I believe a lot of us is asking, and that is, why am I here? Now, for those that are online watching me on Facebook Live, I want you to please take some time and write that in the comment section. Why am I here? It is a question that I believe a lot of people are asking. Um, a lot of people are trying to realize and uh, figure out why they are here. One, that's one of the main reasons also that I wanted to be able to have this conversation about purpose is because it's, it's, a, it's a big conversation piece that people are trying to find and figure out what their purpose is in life. And so it ties into this conversation we'll be having on tonight, dealing with, again, why am I here? And so what we want to do is we want to dive into this conversation and look at two people that will help us to get an understanding of this context of why am I here? The first person that we want to look at as an example is Jeremiah. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verses 4 and 5, I'm going to read it, and then we'll break down this conversation as we go along. Um, in Je Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 5, this is what it says. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, talking about Jeremiah, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of thy mom, out of the womb of, um, out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. I'm going to read that again. Verses five. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Now, there are four major pieces that I want to be able to bring out that will help us with this introduction of this to understand why we are here, why I am here, why you are here. What is the purpose and reason why we are here? Now, Jeremiah allows us an, uh, a, a, a little piece of getting inside of this picture of this conversation of him and God. In this conversation, he shares with us these pieces that again, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before you came out of the womb, I had already sanctified thee and I had already ordained you to be a prophet of the nations. This is what he's sharing with Jeremiah. So when we look at our own lives, we can recognize some things. Let's look at this first. He formed him. So he formed us all, meaning he formed you, meaning he took the time to make you on purpose, male or female, black, white, whatever race or color we are, the hairstyle, our DNA, our, our, our personality, the things that we would need. He made sure that he formed everything that was, that was important for our personality or person to be like. He specifically made you and formed you the way that you were so for the purpose of what you were here to do. 
I'm going to say that again. He formed us, making you either male, female, black, white, Hispanic, whatever that might be, um, the, the intellect or the mindset, the personality that you were going to have, all of those things, even down to the parents that you were going to have, the family that you were going to be in. All of those things was vitally important down to the time and date that you are going to need to be here. All of those are a portion or a part of him forming you. So he formed us. And then here's a, a very important piece that I love. It says not only did he form Jeremiah, but then he knew him. Now, this is a very important piece. He formed him, meaning he put him all together how he wanted him to be. And then it says, and he knew him. He approved of what he made. He approved, he knew or approved of what he had just Formed. He approved of how you were going to be. He approved of how you were going to look. He approved of your personality and the way that you were going to carry yourself. He approved of that before you got in your mother's belly. Hear this. He formed you and he knew you before you got in your mother's belly. Now, I want to break this down. I'm, I'm trying to work this as a conversation because I need us to hear this. Because sometimes what happens is when we start trying to ask the question of why am I here, we start looking at different things. And we say, well, if I was looking like this, if I could act like this, if I could be tall like this person, then my, my purpose might have been X, Y, and Z. But the I want us to understand that he formed you specifically the way that he needed you to be for what he needed you to do. So again, he formed you, he approved you. Then the next thing he says, let's read it again. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before you came out of the womb, I sanctified thee. Let's pause. He sanctified you. So he formed us. He made us into the person and the personality, all of the things that we were going to be. He approved of who that person was. Now he's saying he sanctified thee. So let's look at this. In sanctification or sanctifying you, he prepared you and he set you apart. Here we go. He prepared you and he set you apart. So he prepared you for something and set you apart for something. I'm going to say it again. He prepared you for something and set you apart for something. That there's, there's something vitally important I think I want us to be able to recognize. Um, for, you know, special occasions. I don't... I per se don't do it as much as I know. Uh, I know we had like these major events like Thanksgiving. And on Thanksgiving, normally you don't use your normal utensils or your normal things. You bring out the best, the best that you got. And what you make sure is everything is sanctified. Everything is prepared and everything is set apart specifically for this occasion. There's, there's other things that you do this for, 
where you prepare for prom, for, for, for when you went to prom. You prepared everything and you made sure that that item, that dress, that thing was set apart specifically for your prom date. There's, there's other pieces that you do where you prepare things and set things apart for something specific. And so when we do that, we are in the context of where God is showing us through Jeremiah is that when he made you, when he formed you, so we can understand why we are here, he did something specific before you even came on the earth. He sanctified you. He made sure that you was prepared. He made sure that you were going to be set apart. He made sure that there was something specific that I needed you to be prepared for. There was something specific that I needed you to be set apart for, for what I needed you to be able to do. Now, let's read this one more time and then we're going to bring this together so we can have a clarity of understanding of why am I here? Now again, Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 5. We're dealing with this context of why am I here. Verses 5, it says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou came out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And here is this last piece, and I love it. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, I do not need you to, I don't want you to hear that I'm saying everybody on here, everybody that's listening is a prophet to the nations. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is everybody has been set to do something specific. I'm going to say it again. When he says he ordained him to do something, everybody has been set to do something different. Everybody has their specific assignments. Everybody has their role. Everyone has something specifically that they were supposed to be doing. I personally believe that everyone in their own realm, um, own realm, own form, every their own little pieces, everybody specifically is supposed to be attributing to what we are doing here on earth. I believe that everyone has some form of niche, some form of thing that they are supposed to be doing that is supposed to help heal, strengthen the earth the place that he placed you in, the city, the state, the, the country that he placed you in, I believe that it was purposeful that he made sure that when he formed you, when he when he knew you, when he, when he sanctified you, when he ordained you, that he needed you to be in a specific city, in a specific time, in a specific family, so that when he set you into the earth, that the moment you set into the earth, your purpose now has been all released because you've been here. When you got on the earth, even as an infant, you had already had purpose with inside of you. Now, what ends up happening is, and what we see through Jeremiah's life, is right after this conversation, God start, what I would say, sharpening the skill set that he gave unto Jeremiah. He start asking Jeremiah questions. Jeremiah, what do you see? Now, he's a prophet, and as a prophet, he should be able to have, to be able to see into things. He should be able to see into a different realm. So, the question that I ask you is, it might not be what can you see? It might can be, what do you build? What do you love to do? Who do you love to help? 
What, what, what things inside of you make you just get excited when you think of it? For me, one of the things that I can recognize and see and know that I've been ordained to do is this context of really what I'm doing, helping people ministering unto people, trying to help people to grow, to change, to develop, to think differently, um, to, to become the better portion of who they're supposed to be, to recognize the greatness, the purpose, the thing that's great inside of you, to recognize the purpose or the person that you are and the strengths and the things that you have within you. This is a part of me of what I was ordained to do. I've been doing this before I was on the podcast or before I was on online or before I even hit a pulpit, I've been doing this context of things since I was a child. Because why? When he formed me, when he put me together, when he sanctified me, when he approved of me, when he ordained me, he ordained me, he created me with everything that I needed with inside of me. I just had to start developing the things that was within me so that I can get closer and closer and closer to what my purpose is. And every single one of us, we have to do the same exact thing. We have to then start becoming developed and sharpened and all of these things into the very thing that we are supposed to be going after so that we can become the best you that you are supposed to be. I believe that sometimes what ends up happening is people start losing out on the momentum because they're looking at how other people look. They're looking at the surroundings. They're listening to other people's idea or other people's mindset about what they were created to be and to do. The reality is no one can really tell you what your purpose is except you. And sometimes we don't even realize what that is until we have a moment where God shows us a glimpse. We have a moment where some God uses somebody to identify a strength within us. We don't recognize that purpose within us. We don't recognize what the assignments that God is doing until things start happening. And then we start to connect the dots and say, man, I wonder when this happened and this happened, man, when this happened and this happened, man, look, this is why I've been walking in something this whole entire time and didn't even know that that was my strength. I didn't recognize in some sense that even what I'm doing today was a strength of mine, was something that I was ordained to do until years later. And being honest, some things I'm still recognizing through me conversating and uh, communicating with my children about my past and different things like that. I'm recognizing how connecting these dots have been working this whole entire time to strengthen what I was born with in the beginning. So you and I were already born with some form of strength, some purpose with inside of us, something that we were set on this earth to do. You already have it inside of you. It just now has to be developed. Now, let's look at this other storyline of Joseph. And I'm going to answer another, the same form of question, but I want to answer it in a different way. Again, the main question that we're talking about tonight is why am I here? Jeremiah helps us to understand that we are here 
to be able to do something. We are here. We have been, we are here. We have been formed the way we needed to be formed. We have been approved the way we needed to be approved by God. We, we, we are, we have now been sanctified, meaning we have been prepared and set apart. We are now, we have been ordained because now he has set us to do something. So there's something already that we, the reason why I am here is because I have something to do. This is what Jeremiah is allowing us to be able to see. Now, let's look back at Joseph and answer this question again. Why am I here? Here we go. Joseph shows us in uh, Genesis chapter 37, verses 24. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read a few, well, a few verses of scripture so it can help us to understand this piece. Jer- uh, Genesis chapter 37, verses 24. And it says this, and they took him and cast him into a pit and the pit was empty and there was no water in it. Now, in this context of what has just happened, Joseph has just now communicated right before this scripture context, he's communicated two dreams, one with his brothers, letting them know in this dream um, that that they were going to be bowing down unto him and he was in a high authority position. The other dream is showing him still in this authoritative position um, or high posture of position, but now his whole family is bowing down to him. Now, after this, his older brothers are now angered or mad at him, and now they see him coming because his dad sent them to go find his brothers. He goes to find them, and the brothers say, we want to kill him, but then because one of the other brothers suggested, no, what, what if we just do this? Let's just throw him in the pit. And then we'll deal with everything else later. Let's just do that. So they said, we're going to do this so that we can see what happens to his dreams. So again, in Genesis 37, 24, when we see that now Joseph has been thrown inside this pit, my imagination, which I believe that you will be feeling the same thing, asks this question. If I'm sitting in the pit, the question that I will be asking myself is, why am I? I here. I'm, I wasn't here before. What caused me? Why am I now in a pit? What just happened? I, I was just coming to check on my brothers. What just, why am I now sitting in this pit? Let's read another scripture and I'm going to help us with this. Genesis 39 verses 20 this is still Joseph. Genesis 39 verses 20. This is what it says. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound, and he was there in the prison. Now we have two situations. One situation, Joseph finds himself in a pit. Now another situation, Joseph finds himself in a jail cell. Now both situations, I can see myself, I can see Joseph, I can even see you asking the question, why am I? I hear. 
So even in your own life, I want you to think about this because I know that we ask this question because I have asked this question. There's different seasons of my life and different times of my life, different things that go on and different um, different things that has happened. And in those moments, sometimes in the dark moments where I feel like I'm in a, in a pit or I feel like I might be in a jail cell, I feel like I'm locked up or I can't go nowhere or, or I feel like I'm in a dark place in my life, I ask the question. Question, why am I here? And in both scenarios of scripture context that we see with Joseph, what we realize is the reason why Joseph was in the pit is the same reason why Joseph was in the jail cell. I'm going to say this again. The same reason why Joseph was in the pit is the same reason why Joseph was in the jail cell. The reason why Joseph was in these two places is because of choices. The reason why Joseph ended up being inside the pit is because he made a choice to tell his dream. And because of his choice to tell his dream, his brothers made a choice to throw him in the pit. The reason why he ended up in a jail cell is because he chose to live by integrity. And because he chose to live by integrity, you have now Potiphar's wife who chose to lie. And because of these two choices, he ended up in the prison. So what does that mean for us? Why are we here? Why are we in the place or the situation or the circumstance or whatever that might be in your life? Why are we here? Because of choices. We sometimes can make good choices which makes other people make choices, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But with all of those choices, even sometimes we make bad choices. And in those bad choices that we make, sometimes what happens is we can get discouraged because we made bad choices. We can get discouraged because other people's choices affect our lives. We can get discouraged by those things and say to ourselves, why am I here? And sometimes the response to that answer can be negative. There was moments where that response in that answer could have been detrimental to somebody. There, there was, was times in that moment where in that response, someone can say, I want to walk away from this relationship, or I need to walk away from this job, or walk away from this responsibility, or walk away from life. Whatever that response is, it becomes because of the answer of why am I here? So what I wanted to, what I needed to make sure that I share with us is the reason why we're here on earth is because Jeremiah helps us to understand the reason why we are here on earth is because you and I have something to do that is vitally important to the success, to the life, and to the legacy of everyone that is around us. That's one. But why are we in the place that we're in in life is because of choices. Again, either your choices 
or someone else's. But I do want you to see this. No matter what the choices was, Joseph, we don't see Joseph in throughout Scripture. Nowhere in Scripture do we see Joseph giving up on God. Nowhere in Scripture do we see Joseph saying, forget this thing. Nowhere in Scripture do we see Joseph saying, I don't want what God has for me. So what we see is no matter what state Joseph was in, even when he asked the question, why am I here? He realized that I still have to move forward. So what I need, I want to push to you is again, the reason why you're here on earth is because we have something to do. The reason why you're in the place and the situation and the circumstance, whatever that might be in your life right now is because of the choices that we have made. But what I want you to understand, according to this scripture, Romans chapter eight, verses 28, this is what it says. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. What does that mean? Listen, you might have made some bad choices. Somebody else might have made bad choices. I know we can look at a laundry list of people in our lives that might have made bad choices that affected you. But I say unto you tonight, keep moving forward because all things, all Things will work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. He has a purpose for you. And the reason why I know that, the reason why you should know that is because of this major thing. You're here. I'm going to say it again. He has a purpose for you. The reason I know this and the reason why you should know this is because you are still here. So this is the importance of understanding this statement. Why am I here? Because I have something to do. Why am I here? because of some choices that I've made and choices that others have made. But this is the mindset, but I'm not gonna allow those choices to stop me from moving in my purpose. I'm not going to allow this situation, the choice that I made that might look bad to stop me from making the next transition. I'm not going to allow the choices that you made or someone else made to affect me from not moving forward because I have something to do. You have something to do. So do not allow the choices. Do not allow the situation. Do not allow the people the problems, the finance, whatever that might be. I have made a lot of bad choices. 
a lot of bad choices. Some choices I wish I could come back and say, you know what, man, let's clean it up. Take that off my record. I have made some bad choices, but those choices do not stop me from moving forward to get to my purpose. And I don't want that to happen to you either. I want you and I to realize and understand I am here on purpose to do something specific. I want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard, the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change, to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have. I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me? Every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.